Welcome to the Igniting Shakti podcast. I'm your guide, Natasha, and I'm here to have those real and at time raw conversations in regard to the sacred, the divine feminine, or I like to say Shakti. I want to invite you to explore and hopefully embrace this divine aspect that the feminine holds and gives us space to come to acknowledge in our everyday life. So I welcome you to Igniting Shakti. Welcome to the Igniting Shakti podcast. Thank you so much for joining me in this conversation about Shakti, the divine feminine, that sacred feminine and you know, hey, I've been gone for a bit. I was enjoying the summer. So we're back at it again. And I just want to go into today as far as the how Shakti manifests. And I guess you could say like the five faces of Shakti, the powers that Shakti has as we go through our different cycles of life. And just this polarity, the duality that happens with the feminine and the masculine, and they both hold these different aspects and essences of how they infuse our life and how they move through us. So let's look at the five faces of Shakti. Let's step right into this right now. So it manifests as this power to be really conscious. Also this power to feel ecstasy and to really feel into this power of freedom I guess you could say, because that ecstasy really brings out this liberation and freedom, this place of being true to ourselves. Shakti also holds this power of will and desire, this place of creation. That's where that desire is held. This power of will and desire and creation are all tied together. And then we have this power of knowledge or to know. And this is tapped into this intuition. This is tapped into this innate wisdom within. And then finally, this power to act. So part of Shakti and this power to act is, you know, taking those steps forward that are from this place of intention, that is from this place of the desire, this will, but also this place of acting from this freedom, this ecstasy, this place to move forward and to be really conscious of how we're doing it, how we're setting this intention to move forward. That's the way that we can look at how Shakti itself, the feminine, the sacred feminine moves through. And that's not to say that there aren't the same aspects with the sacred masculine. Yes, the masculine is all about action and discipline and commitment. These two are so integrated with each other, and that's why we need this balance of both. If we allow too much of one, that's where things get kind of chaotic, and you can definitely feel this imbalance. It's been in the world for so long, and it also goes through cycles. That's, that's my belief. It goes through cycles as we go through how we can tap into these one moment we may be tapping a little bit more into the sacred feminine into Shakti. And then the next we're tapping a little bit more into the sacred masculine in how we move forward. And so there's supposed to be this flux, just like there's this flux with the nervous system. 
how we are in sympathetic, the uh, fight, flight, freeze kind of place for the nervous system. And then also in the parasympathetic of rest and digest and ease, there's, we're never supposed to be in one all the time, which unfortunately, most of the time I've talked about this before, we seem to be in the uh, sympathetic of fight, flies, freeze, just being overwhelmed and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And just bringing more balance into this, where can we create more balance with the nervous system, with the essence of feminine and masculine, that Shakti Shiva kind of thing. However, you know, whatever words you want to put to it, they have to speak to you. But it's just about bringing this innate balance, this integration of both of these being connected and kind of fluxing from one to the other. And it's just really about this creation of putting these two in one moment, okay, I'm going to step more into the feminine, I'm going to get here, I'm going to, you know, tap into my intuition, and I'm going to move from that place, and then comes in the masculine as it weaves through, and it's like, okay, now it's about following this path, following the structure as we move forward. So hopefully this sort of brings this insight for you of how these two are always working. We're never not supposed to be in one all the time. And so there's this, like I said, there's this flux that goes through. As I mentioned, whatever name you want to give these is really entirely up to you. Whether you want to say God and Goddess, or you want to use Shakti Shiva or Sacred Feminine, Sacred Masculine, whatever words that you want to put to it, just know that like there's thousands of names that we can give this. And there's, with the feminine for for me there's like the shift of the moods that go that flow through and however she chooses to show up for you just let it to show up and tap into it and that's the same for the masculine let it show up how is it going to resonate with you and know that this is going to change as you go through the different cycles of your life as you go through the different cycles of the day the hour the minute it's going to flux and flow and move through and it's going to shift and change and that's okay. All right. So we looked at the sort of, I'm going to say the five faces of Shakti and how it manifests the powers that it kind of shows up as, but I want to step back here and let's go back into ecstasy because I think this is one that sort of gets I'm going to say kind of confused with, and what is that exactly? How I see ecstasy is it's this feeling. And like I said, it can be really hard to convey what this is for you in this moment. The thing is, is it's really about tapping into this feeling within this. And as I mentioned, it's that knowledge, that innate wisdom that shows up. And that's where for me, that ecstasy really resides. And the important thing is it's so hard to ignore. It's almost impossible to ignore this ecstasy and really these five faces of Shakti and how these five powers, they are, once again, they're not separate. They're connected to each other. They are integrated. They are interwoven with each other. 
So ecstasy, even though it may be, I'm going to say separate in a way, it's still connected to the rest. It's still connected to being this place of consciousness. It's still connected to will and desire. It's still connected to wisdom and knowledge, and it's still connected to action or, you know, that ability to move forward, to take a step onto the path, onto the pathway. The one thing about Shakti and that energy, that sacred feminine, is it's this energy that seems to be really telling me that there are, I'm going to say, like these little secrets along the way. And that's the same with the sacred masculine. There's these little secrets that kind of poke their head out and say, hey, this is another way that we can show up. This is another way that we can be and really be ourselves, be who we're meant to be in the moment and who we are meant to be as we continue to move forward, knowing that we are always evolving, always moving. And that really taps into... I love how this all comes together because that really taps into this ability that we have to adapt. And when I look at all the different studies and work that I've done, it's the same with thing as with yoga, as with Ayurveda. There's this ability, how it shifts and changes and adapts as we go through. And I come back to this wisdom that, it's really how we adapt that we become this and step into this place of really thriving. It's not necessarily how strong we are, but how we can adapt to the different shifts and changes and how the cycles move through us and how we adapt to that, how we shift and move through it that allows us to really thrive and just like in Ayurveda, how we have those doshas and we have, you know, vata, pitta and hatha, vata is always in this place of movement. When we think of vata, it's moving all the time. And that's where things can move through. Uh, but it's also if we don't stabilize it. So again, if we don't ground it, then it becomes too much. And that takes us into the, I'm going to say, for the lack of a better word, that chaotic imbalanced place. And the body's always, we're always trying to get back into this place of homeostasis, of balance, and how we can shift and adapt to getting back into that. What do we need to do to bring in that balance? What do we need to shift and adapt to or change in order to bring that balance, to bring that homeostasis, that harmony back into and listen to this to the mind to the body and to the spirit like it's always about bringing this balance back because we can become imbalanced in any of those and when we bring ourselves back into this place of what do i need for my mind do i need meditation do i need a walk do i need to be out in nature do i need to go and play with my dog or my child what is it that I need to help bring this harmony back to the mind? You know, or maybe do I need to go do a workout? Like, what is it that you need in the moment? And that's about tapping into that, those five faces of Shakti, into that power of being really conscious of what do I need right now? How do I need to adapt and change and shift in order to bring the most balance to 
what I need right now and who I am right now. And that goes the same as for the ecstasy, the will, the desire, the knowledge or the wisdom. And how do I act on that? And this is how we are connected to really how we are being in the moment and using this to propel us forward, moving this through so that we can connect to not just what we need, but to who we are in that moment. Because remember, we're evolving all the time and we're shifting and moving. And that is the beautiful part of all of this. It's that, you know, even if you are an entrepreneur and you're in your business, it's always evolving and shifting because you're growing and that's how it's supposed to be. We're not supposed to be stagnant. That's where, you know, we sort of get not necessarily stuck, but that's where we get into this place of where the imbalance and the disharmony happens. That stagnation is where we aren't adapting or changing in order to move things through because we're supposed to be in this place of ever moving flow and energy that moves through, whether you want to say chi, prana, that energy is always moving through at some point. So when we look at the word Shakti, and I love this part, Shakti literally means power. Shakti literally means power. So this goes back to those five faces, those five ways that Shakti can manifest. And I love that part that Shakti means power. It gives us this ability to tap into the power that resides within us. And remember, whatever word you want to give that feminine, whether you want to use the word Shakti or use another word, that, that's entirely, that's not the point here. It's, that's about us connecting to the power within. And that's not to take away from the power that's all around us. But it's about connecting to the power within and integrating that with everything and the power that is outside of us as well. And realizing that these two are very strongly connected. But when we tap into that power within, it brings into this play of this, I'm going to say this divine intelligence this divine intelligence of the universe all around us, but also within. And it's a way that how we can bring in all these pieces together and looking at it from, I'm going to say from this viewpoint, the cosmos, you could say, and how it has evolved over millions of years. It's really about this reality that it's this dance as the cosmos change, as the universe change, no different from us. It's this dance that is always flowing through. And I go back to that point that it's this energy, this prana, this chi, what, again, whatever word you want to use, always flowing and moving. And it's this dance of this interwoven between the masculine, the feminine, and this powers of, you know, how we move through life, uh, the pathways that are always flowing through us, that takes a form in some way, whether it's a form of thought, 
whether it's a form within the body, whether it's those forms of the tapping into the senses. But it's this process that moves through the body. And I think this brings us back to sort of the tagline for House of Shakti and the fact that it's, you know, where the body leads us, everything else follows because the body is this housing for everything else. And when we can really tap into the body, it taps into everything else. It's like the body can't not do something that doesn't affect everything else. It's this process of the body that allows the dance of everything to move through. It allows this dance that's interwoven into the mind, that interwoven into, you know, the emotions, that's interwoven with actually the biological process of the body and all of those pieces. It how it affects the energy each moment, each day, each cycle that we go through in life. So when we put this all together and we look at all of this on like this bigger scope. We are, in our essence, made of this divine feminine, of the sacred feminine, of Shakti, just as the same as we are made up in our essence of Shiva, of God, the God, like, what? Are, again, choose your words. <laughs> but when we tap into these powers of Shakti, this consciousness, the ecstasy, the will, the knowing, and the acting, and they're always constantly at play, both in ourselves and in the world. And isn't that beautiful that, that nothing's really outside of us because it's all within as well. Isn't that incredible when you think about that these are both playing equally and at different times at the same time. And that goes the same for the masculine. They're playing out in the world, but also within us. When I developed the House of Shakti, it was, I created it first from this place of my Ayurveda and yoga background. And then the House of Shakti just kind of evolved to be what it is about really tapping into these practices that we combine to use to really embody Shakti to embody this sacred feminine in its purest essence, using mantras, use, using movement, using mudras to move us through, to use meditation as a sacred technology to really immerse us into this power, this power within and this power all around us. It's almost like we're opening these hidden energies within ourselves. The sacred energy that takes on within and all around. Now, within the House of Shakti, we're really focusing on, I'm going to say the 11, not necessarily archetypes, but I guess they could be called archetypes in the way, but the 11 sort of essences of Shakti itself. So we have Durga, we have Saraswati, we have Lakshmi, and on and on. So that we're going to go through and really bring in and tap into 
embody these 11 goddesses that really are manifestations of Shakti itself, of that feminine energy. And if you want to use the word archetypes essence, then once again, whatever sort of resonates with you, just know that that's exactly the way it needs to be. And as we work with these 11 goddesses, I always find that there's one that sort of really, that really connects with you. Not that they're not all. So the main thing that I really want to express here is even like in Ayurveda, you resonate more, you really hold space for one of the doshas more, like one of them really stands out or like there's one and then there's another one that's really strong. Usually, you know, that's the way it is. For some of us, we hold all three really strong. But the main thing here is we have all three. You don't just have one and the others aren't there. You have them all. It's You couldn't be who you are without having them all. And that's the same with the 11 goddesses, the 11, I'm going to say manifestations of, or the 11 essences of Shakti is that you have them all within. You may just resonate with one more at one time. And knowing that, again, it's about this, e, how this evolves and the movement as this goes through the cycles, as you move through one, then you may see one popping up a little bit more. And that's how it's meant to be because it's supposed to change and move as we go through our lives. Now, as I've talked all about here about Shakti, the manifestations of her, the power of Shakti, the main thing here that I want to leave you with is that sacred feminism is this practice of really tuning in to the energies of the goddess. And it's a form of sacred feminism. This is not about talking about political feminism, but it's this feminism of the soul. It's about tapping back into those five manifestations of Shakti. It's about not creating this movement of, you know, necessarily of women's economics or political equality but it's more about this involving ourselves into this deep and fearless self-exploration, a commitment to really looking inside ourselves and to see beyond the conditions that we have put on ourselves and really about those moving beyond the condition assumptions that we have around masculine and feminine. And opening the door, opening this up to this bigger vision, this bigger quality, this bigger power that we have within and all around us. And knowing that there's both always in this flux, just like I said with everything with the nervous system. And it's about exploring the questions as we do this self-inquiry. And to really understand, even like within neuroscience, understanding the differences that both of these have, but also the similarities that both the masculine and the feminine have in the brain, in the body, in the emotions, in the soul, in the spirit, 
And I guess I want to leave you with this today. And this is one of the greatest questions that we can all ask and really begin to explore on a more deeper level is what truly constitutes as true feminine power, true Shakti within. And this is something that we can all ask, knowing that she exists equally in both women and men. However, we are so unaware of her. And when we are unaware of her, then we are unaware of the creative potential that we have of our lives. And as we go deeper, we can really experience deeper forms of inner inspiration, inner wisdom, and that innate wisdom. And we connect more with that and connect more with this guidance that flows from the deepest core of who we are. And the only way that we can tap into this inner power is is tuning more into ourselves and tuning into this power within. So take a moment, think about that question, maybe journal about it, maybe just sit with it and and see what shows up. But it's time for us to take this time to really search within the sacred feminine Shakti, to honor this inner form of this divine mother of the goddess. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Good question at the end there. All right, y'all, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you really take a moment, tap into that question, ask yourself, sit with it, see how it shows up for you and know that it may shift and change as you go through the day, through the hour. And that is a beautiful part of Shakti itself. All right. And this isn't about us stepping all into one and not the other. Remember, it's a balance of both feminine and masculine. All right. It's a flux of having these two residing within and all around. I'm going to leave you there. I'm going to keep talking here. And uh, I look forward to when we can meet here again in Uniting Shakti. Thank you so much. Have an amazingly awesome day. And until the next time, tap into what brings you more freedom and more liberation. Explore it all. Experience the duality. Experience what can transform and what can liberate you fully. All right. Have an amazing day. Bye.